I'm Charlotte. And I'm Helly, and welcome to Growth in Progress, the podcast where we have open and honest conversations about things that aren't usually discussed but that can help us all to grow. If you're new around here and you haven't listened to the podcast before, then this is how it works. Each week we spend some time catching up, we share something we've loved from the past couple of weeks, then we discuss a topic that's really relevant to the things that are going on now. This could be anything, it could range from things like personal finance, it could be anti-racism, it could be self-improvement, literally anything, we will talk about it. But often they're the types of topics that a lot of people are thinking about but aren't really discussing. So if you enjoy this episode or you like the sound of the podcast, please don't forget to hit subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on because it makes a huge difference to us. So, how are you doing? It's week four or five in Ireland now, I want to say. Oh my goodness, I think it's more. I think it's... Really? That's gone so quick. I think this is week six. We actually leave Ireland this coming Friday for Northern Ireland. What? That's gone so quickly. Yeah, we've only got five days left in Ireland which is mad. But the good news is I'm back in the land of Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. It's such a relief. Like, I really, I don't like how reliant I am on Wi-Fi, but let's face it, like, it is the way of the world now, especially with people working from home. But it just, it mm. just makes life so much easier and it's been so stressful without it and trying to balance work and staying in contact with people. And, I mean... I did, one of my clients did point out that it's probably really good for my boundaries to not have Wi-Fi outside of like the co-working space that I hire and like that I was hiring last week because it meant that I couldn't sit in front of the TV. Yeah, I couldn't sit in front of the TV and work in the evening and do things like that. But yeah, it was quite stressful. So very relieved to be somewhere new um, and connected again. Yes, far better than sitting under your coat in a co-working space, just hoping for the best good times (laughs) what have you been up to how's your week been do you know what I'm gonna be perfectly honest it's been a really like tough week I think a lot of people I've spoken to recently have really said they felt quite like exhausted run down worn out just a bit there's a lot going on isn't there like in the world Mm. in all of our personal lives there's just a lot right now um so yeah it's just felt a bit of an odd one but I did go to Selfridges on what night was it Wednesday night last week and it's the first time I've been in central London since, what, February or March 2020. First time I've been in Selfridges in about two years. And I love Selfridges. And I just, I didn't go for any reason other than to have a bit of a browse. I wanted to see what they had there. I knew they had a Her pop-up, which is like a um, clothing rental, um, I don't know what you'd call it, like a clothing rental platform. Um, and they've got a pop-up in Selfridges and they have some other really cool things going on. And I just wanted to have a browse and it was so, so nice. Like it was just so lovely to do something that felt so normal. Didn't love that I was basically the only person wearing a mask, but what can I do? Not a lot. Mm, Good Um, times. But it was really nice. And it was that sort of thing that I like, I used to always do stuff like that after work. And that's obviously a huge perk of working in a city, especially a city like London. So even though it was a bit of like a trying week, I found like having those little bits, doing something special like that was just really lovely. And then, yeah, not a lot else really. I will say like along that similar kind of thing, like last week was, yeah, I don't know what it is about at the moment. I I feel like everyone's had such a busy summer and it's kind of like that weird lull, isn't it, as well, where you're not at the festive Mm. kind of end of the year and, but things are, the days are starting to notice that they're getting a bit darker in the evenings and things like that. And we ended up um, actually 
following your recommendation from last week and we watched Cruella last night and it was that oh, exact yay. thing of because we've we've not we've been so busy we've not had wi-fi we've had loads of stuff going on and we sat down we put on the movie and we made some microwave popcorn and it was like the perfect nice. little like we would have done that before but we've not done it in so long and it was a real like nice little pick me up and it was quite cozy I did enjoy the coziness yeah I'm trying to especially tonight's draw in and I'm like one of the people now going back to work more frequently like in the office and stuff but especially as it starts to get dark when I'm working from home on those days I'm trying to do something really nice in the evenings like Tuesday is bake off night and I'm going to try and go to a couple of classes and just weave things in because I think that was like last winter was obviously tough for a lot of reasons but I just thought this week I was like oh god I really don't want to have like another autumn winter where it's like oh it's dark before I even finish work and I'm still sitting in the same room like Mm -hmm. so yeah it was very nice and I think I know a lot of people are going through a lot right now so yeah sending a lot of love to everyone as usual um but do you want to show your recommendation for the week so my recommendation this week is one I'm not sure if you've recommended it before it's the doing it right podcast with Pandora Sykes no but I recommended the book and also that's what we were going to call our podcast and then good times she beat us to it because <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I ever really listened to much of it when she um like originally released it because of the, she's had a bit of a break and she's come back recently with new episodes and I listened to two last week that I thought were just so so interesting they're her two most recent episodes one is um called Could a Four-Day Week Ever Work with Alex Pang. And it was absolutely fascinating. He's a futurist and tech consultant um, based in the US. And he's basically spent his whole career studying our relationship with work. And obviously, he basically supports all of those kind of studies that are coming out that we're hearing more and more out that you get more work done when you work less, like you in- increase your productivity if you're working less for the same amount of reward and looking at like why so many meetings are like, a waste of time and resources. And basically he argues that a four-day working week is better for like the environment, the economy, the climate, um, like not just your mental health, but also your physical health as well. Um, it's really interesting. So I've actually just swapped to a four-day work week two weeks ago now. and Oh, my it, God, I love that. Yeah, and it's it was so... In, I mean, I basically like it because it just backs up my idea that uh, <laughs> everything is better when I have a four-day work week and I'm more productive. I just like to hear my own thoughts reinforced. No, um, but what he was talking about was just <laughs> so interesting and in how if you have a three-day weekend, you're going to spend more money so that's better for the economy and obviously it cuts down on commuting time so it's better for the environment and your carbon footprint and how you use your time is better for like your own self-development and your relationships and there's so many other kind of benefits not just from a productivity and a work and career point of view but just an all-round kind of life balance point of view um which I thought was absolutely fascinating and then her most recent episode I just listened to because it carried on playing and it's with Alexandra Alexandra Wilson and she is a black female barrister she founded uh, Black Women in Law and she's also an author and she's a barrister in criminal and family law 
absolutely fascinating basically talking about like why the justice system is broken uh like the lack of diversity in the bar um the overrepresentation of black people in prison and it part of why she's become more well known is because she tweeted i think it was a couple of years ago but basically she went into court one day and she was mistaken as the defendant three times in one day basically because she was black like so so many things wrong with that like the prejudice that's there but also just kind of an indication of how underrepresented not only women are in the bar but especially black people in the bar um so i know this is a super long like double recommendation but both of those episodes completely different but absolutely fascinating to listen to like i was really really just gripped by it the whole way through really focused on listening to it that sounds so interesting the four-day working week I know we've discussed it so many times is something I am very passionate about I love that you and I are doing a four-day working week and it is my goal sorry someone just drove past rudely but um, it is my goal to have a four-day working week because I just think it's it's also so good for your own well-being like I mm. was off on Friday and everything you just said is true like I spent more money that I wouldn't have normally spent but also, you know, I, I wasn't commuting, all that sort of thing, and that's great. But it meant that when Saturday morning came, I was already relaxed. Like, I'd had that yeah. time to unwind. So then I actually felt relaxed. And I didn't worry that on Saturday I had, like, you know, more time chilling on the sofa. Because, like, well, I did loads of stuff on Friday that I wanted to do. And I just think now that we're in, like, it's that plastic moment thing I was talking about last week. Um, now that we've kind of like got that kind of mindset that things can be different, I think it's a great opportunity to capitalise them. And I'm going to listen to the podcast about the bar as well, because that's, I mean, that's horrendous. And that Mm. just really demonstrates the whole issue, doesn't it? That she was just so eloquent talking about it as well. I think there's so many things that, like, especially around the justice system that kind of people get very like understandably very infuriated about and it can become a very heated topic but the way she spoke about it was so so interesting and her own experience kind of I think it was her cousin was murdered and kind of how that's informed her career choices and how she perceives her her clients how she treats her clients and how black people actively seek her out to represent them she's like why do you think that is it's because I like they can relate to me because I'm more relatable and approachable than a white older man like that's the that's the truth of it and yeah just really recommend giving both episodes a listen I'm gonna check out her podcast for my next walk to the gym 100% what's your recommendation this week so mine is a book and it is Sabotage by Emma Gannon and this is one of her non-fiction books and it's really interesting she wrote it as an essay while she was actually writing Olive um, and at the start of the book she kind of explains how she essentially went through a Reiki session and the woman who was doing it was like you want great things but you're holding yourself back so she delves into in this book and it's it's a relatively short book um, it's an expansion on her essay that she did with the Pound Project um, a few it's quite a few years old now but it's really interesting essentially it looks at self-sabotage and this ways that we as human beings can self-sabotage why we do it why it's something that often affects women more than it affects men um and it 
gives you really actionable ways to kind of confront that within yourself. And I saw it and it was on the Kindle Daily Deals or something. I was like, oh, I'll give that a read. I think it took an hour and a half to read it. It is a short book. Um, but you know, a lot of those types of books are really long and they just repeat themselves a hundred times. This doesn't do that. So I had a lot mm. of time for that. Um, really interesting stuff though. And I was like, yeah, I guess maybe I sabotage sometimes. I'm constantly, like, there's a couple of things I do that aren't particularly like, good for myself. Wow. It was eye-opening, to say the least, very confronting. Um, made me realize how <laughs> passively I self-sabotage within my life. And I really think everyone could benefit from it. It's really, um, how do I put it? Like, it makes you really assess the way you think and talk to yourself. And I always think that's quite an interesting thing because the voices we all have in our head are far more negative than we'd ever use to speak to anyone else. And we'd speak to people we love with and that sort of thing. And I know we've discussed that before, but it ties really brilliantly in with the whole conversation we had about um, positive self-talk and kind of checking yourself as well. So I would really recommend, I don't know if it's still on Kindle Daily Deals, but even if it's not, I just think it's some of the best money I've spent in terms of books that have called me out that actually have given me the tools to confront it and question it a bit more. So really would recommend and a really good one as well if you just want a quick read. I didn't know she'd written that, but it always blows my mind mm. when people are able to write something that's so self-aware about their own issues that it makes you realise that, that you do it as well and that, that you have those kind of characteristics too. I just think like, God, how, how are they mm. so able I don't know I guess it comes with with that self-development and being a bit more like in touch with your own like your own behaviors and your own tendencies but that sounds fascinating I think I need to give that a read definitely and what was really nice as well is that although it was it all kind of came about from her own personal experiences of self-sabotage she identifies really early on that she knows it's not something that only she encounters and then it isn't just a story about her and her journey it very much has like different people and different accounts within it and different examples. And it doesn't just feel like you're reading her therapy notes. It feels so much more um, actionable than that, which I really appreciate. Hmm. Amazing. Okay, I'm going to have to see if that's available on Google Books. I think that's what I use. But yeah, I'm going to check that out. So we often hear about the, the benefits of routines and we've definitely spoken about that before. Um, but I think what we want to chat about this week is the importance of kind of finding that balance between routine, but also avoiding monotony and kind of being able to identify when routines are serving us and being beneficial to us and perhaps when they're not, perhaps when they are, they're no longer aiding us in our daily life if we're actively seeking out change or something a bit different, I think there gets to a point where perhaps we need to acknowledge that routines aren't always serving us in the best way that they can. And I feel like it's really relevant to right now because I think a lot of us are going back to work, we're going into the office, we're all socialising more, obviously holidays are more on the cards again. And I think that kind of change, obviously change is as good as a rest and all of that. If you're able to have a break and a change of scenery and something different that kind of break from routine can be really beneficial so I think finding that balance especially at the moment when things are kind of in that transition period 
um, is a really it's a really interesting topic. And I think it's kind of those two opposing opinions of whether change is good for you or whether routine is good for you. I completely agree with everything you've just said. This is one of those really interesting topics that, and I love it when this happens, but we planned it, we wrote all our notes, and then the universe intervened and there was, I was listening to a podcast last week and it actually started talking all about routines. And it isn't why I listened to the podcast, but it was just super relevant. So I'll leave it linked because um, I think it's a really interesting listen and it talks a lot about seasonality and how we as humans adapted to it. It's an episode of the Feel Better Live More podcast by Dr. Chatterjee, and I know I've spoken about that podcast before. But essentially, everything you've just said is completely backed up by science, and there's been loads of research into this and how actually routines are so beneficial for human beings because we've evolved to work with them. Like When you think about things like sunrise and sunset, us waking up and going to bed, and that's why we find it harder to wake up in the winter when it's dark outside, just from an evolutionary point of view. We've been programmed that we only stay awake during daylight hours because obviously you're not going to get like eaten by some sort of saber-toothed tiger or something. So really, really interesting. But within that, it kind of taps into that idea of just because routines are really beneficial for us, it doesn't mean that we should have the same routine for years and years and years. And actually what they discussed in the podcast was things like changing the type of exercise you do at different times of year, eating seasonality, like eating seasonality, eating seasonally, um, and like eating the things that are in season and thinking about when you do more stuff and when you kind of relax more also feels so relevant as well when we're moving from like summer into autumn it feels like a real moment of change and it's a really nice opportunity like you said as things start to go back a bit more to normal and we would naturally settle into more routines kind of questioning which routines are need a bit of a refresh I guess yeah it's funny um you say that about how we plan it and then it kind of fits in well because Taylor and I had been having this conversation probably on and off for most of the time we've been in Ireland but saying like I mean especially me I've always been a little bit like notorious for getting bored in a certain phase of life and then like quitting jobs going traveling moving abroad and doing all that kind of thing and then now I'm obviously I'm doing a job that I really love doing and both of us were saying we've kind of got to that point where we really crave routine. Like we, like traveling and working sounds amazing. We were both really mm. craving a home base and having that kind of more stable routine to rely on, not living out of a suitcase, not moving Airbnbs every two weeks and things like that. And I mean, that's another conversation about kind of how it appears from the outside, like traveling and everything sounds amazing. But mm. I think it's really... It's interesting, and I, obviously I, I totally recognise that comes from a very pr like privileged position as well. But I think the fact that we've both been craving stability just is a testament to how much, as much as I enjoy change, I do think too much change is just unsustainable for human beings. And I've always been a bit afraid of monotony, oh, totally. but now I really see the value in routine. I think it's like anything, isn't it? It's striking that balance, because this is one of the things we were talking about in the podcast, that human beings are designed to like um process every situation identify uncertainty and respond to it because that's like how you would protect yourself so if you know that there's uncertainty your brain automatically tries to solve it so if you have routine and you have structure in your life it removes some of those elements of uncertainty so it reduces your stress levels which is fascinating and when you hear it it makes perfect 
exam. Like, it's things like when you plan your what you're going to wear the night before, you don't have the, oh my God, what am I going to wear this morning panic. And it's that same sort of thing. Like, you have a routine to rely on. And I think after however many months of really, like, uncertain times, especially for you guys with not really knowing where you're going to be, I can completely understand why you would want more routine and really, like, start to see the benefits of that as well. Mm, well, I think that's the same, though, for all of us. I think it was a, uh, was it a Guardian article? I spoke about it on the podcast a good few months ago, but it was saying that exact same thing as you just mentioned in the podcast, that human brains try and solve, like, solve a problem when there's, when there's change. And obviously, because of the pandemic... Like mm. human brains aren't made to handle that long-term uncertainty and I was reading a really great article just before this we recorded this and it kind of described the effect on your brain as like if you have too much change it becomes overwhelming whereas prolonged routine becomes overbearing mm. and I thought that's such an interesting differentiation good, yeah. yeah really really like interesting way to look at it and I think on the back of that change is change and routine are both very personal like which level of change or which level of routine is is good for you and is right for you is very different from what someone else might be comfortable with but I still think there's there's a need for a balance in there don't you think as well how you want to change routines and that sort of thing really change really um depends on like what you're doing in your life and what you want to achieve like routines are brilliant at keeping you accountable and it's really similar to the conversations we've had about building habits and stuff like that. Like they're really good for getting you to a certain goal. But if your goals change or your priorities change, then I think that's a really good opportunity for routines to change as well and kind of take that moment to go, okay, is this particular routine still serving me and achieving whatever goal I want to achieve? And it could be things like, I don't know, your workout schedule and you go, okay, well, now it's the winter and I want to be home a bit more could I do some more at home workouts is my routine of going to the gym five days a week or whatever still realistic and I think that moment for self-reflection is a really good way to just help kind of prevent things getting a bit too mundane Mm. oh yeah I think the whole point of routines is that they should make your life easier if you find that you're really eager to keep breaking out of your routine or even if you're unintentionally breaking it like maybe the time that you get up in the morning doesn't suit you or like you've said your workout routine or things like that then I think that's a sign that you need to change your routine and then I think then yeah that's the level of change you need to be looking for what is it that's going to make your not just your life easier but also what is it that kind of sets your intention for the day like what makes your day more productive and more focused and I think that's where definitely for me being very kind of like hyper organized and needing to know what's going on and having loads of to-do lists that kind of structure is so so important to me yeah I I completely agree with you I think having that structure that just helps to make your life easier that's exactly what a routine should do I completely agree like there's almost like a little added benefit of like a little hack for life and I don't think they need to be complex routines or anything but it's the little things you do each day like can you it's almost questioning whether you can do them more efficiently and also throwing in fun routines into that as well like you don't have to have routines that are just like workout schedules or time you get up in the morning or things like that it can be things like 
on a Saturday morning, you're going to go up and you're going to walk to a local coffee shop and buy a coffee. And that's your time where maybe you listen to a podcast or you just move your body a bit first thing in the morning or it's just time for you to be quiet and silent and just walk. They're the kind of routines as well that add a different type of value because it isn't so much making your life easier, but it's adding a bit of variety in and it's giving yourself a bit of a chance to relax and to have a break and all those sorts of things. And I think when we start to view routines slightly differently, not just as like a life hack, but as a way to ensure we accentuate timetable in that enjoyment as well, they can be even more valuable. Well, we've said this before, haven't we, about how we shed or try and schedule in downtime, which sounds counterproductive, but it's exactly that, isn't it? You're you're including that kind of element of of change or something difficult or something a bit different, but you're including it into your routine. So you've still got that chance to break up the monotony and go for a run or listen to a podcast or meet up with a friend for coffee or whatever it might be. And I often think that that's where I find my creativity. Like I, I might not schedule in a walk or a hike or whatever every day, or sometimes I might not even get out for a walk in a week. Like that's obviously that's on me, but I know I feel a lot more refreshed when I do something a bit more spontaneous or do something that's slightly different and outside of my normal routine. And then the routine comes in to kind of focus and channel that energy that I've got from that that change and that shift. Mm. I think there's a lot of value as well. Like we all do it where you kind of fall off the wagon a bit with your routines and you have a period of time. I've definitely had this over the past month where maybe you're not working out as you usually do and maybe you're going out a little bit more and you're just not sticking to the routines that you know make you feel good. I think when you realise that, and I was sitting there last weekend and I was like, why don't I feel as good as I normally feel? And I'm like, well, I'm not sleeping enough. I'm not working out enough. I'm doing all of these things that like are so outside of my normal routine. Of course, I'm not feeling as good. But then it's almost a bit of a wake up call to go, oh, those things I do are valuable. I just need to keep them fresh rather than letting them become almost like stale habits and just things I do it's that questioning like why you're doing it what like good it's bringing to you it's kind of linked to last week's conversation as well like living with intention I guess but saying like why do I have this routine and reminding yourself and then reaping the benefits of having the routine oh yeah it definitely does link to kind of that intention and how you want to lead your life but I also think there's like there's something in that as well about Kind of listening into I don't want to say intuitively to what your body means because that sounds a bit wow but I think I totally agree like I've I've let my workout slip while I've been here and I'm like oh I've been walk I've been walking I've been spending loads of time outside but I know that I've let the fitness side slip and I'm really frustrated by that but then mm. equally it doesn't mean that the routine isn't right for me it's just not fitting in my current lifestyle and I think it's it, it doesn't mean I need yes. to change my routine necessarily. Like I don't, I don't want to be hard on myself because I want to do these other things that I'm doing. And I think mm. for you, like you were saying, you've gone back into central London for the first time in months and you've been out like meeting people and socializing. And obviously if you were going to do that and exhaust yourself for every single night of the week, then obviously, yes, that's not great. But also like sometimes that's what you need, like that change and that socialization and, a little mm. bit of change it doesn't it doesn't mean that you've broken your routine and you should beat yourself up over it 
Yeah, I think that's the thing, is that when your routines aren't going perfectly, for a start, we're all human, we're never going to do it perfectly, it's essentially, like, don't beat yourself up, just carry on with it. Like, all you can sit there for days and days being like, I didn't go to the gym on Monday morning, that's so lazy of me. You can say all the horrible things to yourself under the sun, it's not going to take you back in time when suddenly you need to go to that gym session. And actually you can say, okay, I slept in, I forgive myself, I'm moving on, the routine didn't work for me on that day, it doesn't mean it won't work generally. And just reassessing things and doing it with a bit of kindness, I think is so important, rather than seeing it as failing, I think changing the routine because it's got a bit monotonous is actually just extremely self-aware and ultimately keeps us interested, like we have short attention spans, you know? Yeah, and then that exactly pulls in that kind of, the, the balance that we were talking about at the start, the balance between change in routine and it doesn't mean you can only have one or the other. You can have a routine, but I don't know, one night a week you, you go out with friends or you do something different or you take a different route home or whatever it is, mix it up, do something different. It doesn't mean that you've mm. just given up on your routine or cancelled it or changed it. I think it, yeah, it goes exactly back to that finding a balance between the two because it's how you keep life interesting isn't it i think that leaves this episode in a really nice place for this week if you have enjoyed this or you have any thoughts on this topic or any of the other topics we've discussed recently please don't forget to get in touch with us all of our contact details are in the show notes below along with all of our recommendations from this week and everything else we have mentioned but in the meantime please have a great week we will speak to you soon and stay safe bye bye Thank you.